Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. What happens if you're selling your home and you lose your job after you go under contract but before closing and then you decide you don't want to sell your home? What happens? What rights do you have as a seller not to sell the buyer that home? Also, how can you estimate your mortgage payments so you can budget your purchase? Got a great listener question. Uh, asking about what type of app uh, on my phone that I might use to help someone estimate mortgage payments, and I am totally happy to cover that information with you. So if you are just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We want you to learn nothing at closing or after closing you should have learned before. If you want to interact with us, you want to be our friend, if you will, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can do all kinds of things if you visit today. You can also subscribe to our podcast, and we would love for you to be able to subscribe to our podcast. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. We've got Clay in Hushton who feels paralyzed, doesn't feel like he can move forward with the sale of his home because he doesn't understand what would happen if he were to put his home under contract with a buyer and were to happen to lose his job after he went under contract but before closing, he would want to know or he would want to be able to get out of that transaction. And so, man, can you imagine a sticky spot like that? He, uh, It makes sense why Clay feels paralyzed and is just so afraid and fearful of being able to move on. So the reality is, Clay, that if you put your home under contract with a buyer, that you as a seller have an unconditional obligation to sell your home to that buyer. Now, I'm not saying that you have to. I'm saying the purchase agreement gives you the unconditional obligation to purchase that home. Now, on the other hand, the buyer does not have an unconditional obligation. They have the exclusive opportunity to buy the home, but not the unconditional obligation, meaning the buyer has several contingencies that are in place. And those contingencies would typically be a due diligence period, a financing contingency period, and an appraisal contingency period. Sometimes you have contingency for the sale of another piece of property or something like that, but those three are sort of the standard, the big three, the due diligence, the financing contingency period, and the appraisal contingency period. So if you were to decide that you did not want to sell your home and that happened during the due diligence period, the buyer cannot make you do any repairs to the home. And if the buyer does not like the fact that you are not able to compromise and negotiate sort of a settlement on what repairs you will do and what repairs you will not do, the buyer has the right to terminate the agreement. So one of the things you could do if you wanted to not sell your home after you went under contract but before you closed, is you could refuse to do anything in terms of due diligence repair requests. That would be on an amendment to address concerns with property. So that's an option for you. If you are outside of the due diligence period and the financing and appraisal contingencies and the buyer has not terminated due to their right to do that under those three uh, contingency exhibits, then you really don't have much of an option. So the contract itself, the Georgia Association of Realtors Purchase and Sale Agreement, which is by far the most commonly used 
real estate purchase and sale agreement in the state of Georgia says that if a buyer fails to perform as required under the purchase agreement, meaning all of their contingencies are gone, that due diligence, that financing, that appraisal contingency, all of those are gone, and then they still refuse to close, the only remedy that the seller has under the terms of the purchase agreement, I'm not a lawyer, I'm just reading this to you from the purchase and sale agreement, I'm not reading it, it's, I'm giving it to you from memory, but the only option the seller has is to retain the buyer's earnest money as full and complete liquidated damages. Liquidated damages mean, means it would be hard to figure out what the actual damages were, so when you accept this, it is designed to, intended to cover all of the damages that you have. Now, on the other side, the buyer has a sort of an extra right of remedy. The buyer could terminate the agreement, or if you'd refuse to sell the property to them, the buyer could just take their earnest money and go home. And certainly, Clay, if you were to decide not to sell a home to somebody, you would expect them to want their earnest money back. You might also expect them to ask you to reimburse them for their appraisal or the home inspection or things that they may or may not have already done uh, in an attempt to purchase your property. But the contract also allows the buyer to pursue the seller for specific performance, meaning, and again, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not giving you legal advice, but meaning it allows the buyer to take the seller to court to force the seller to sell them that house. Now, the reason for that, in my opinion, is that if a seller runs a buyer off or a buyer runs off, there's many, many other buyers who could buy that home. But there is only one of that particular home. And so I think that's why it was determined in the purchase agreement to give the buyer the ability to seek specific performance to force the seller to sell the property to them. So that's all sort of the black and white answer, Clay. And if you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, we're answering a listener question for Clay and Hushton, who really feels paralyzed, feels stuck. He's so scared he doesn't even want to move forward selling his house because he wants to know what happens if he sells his house, goes under contract, then he loses his job, and then he decides he doesn't want to sell his home. That question is so specific that my guess is either Clay is experiencing that exact thing today or he knows somebody who is. But Usually the more specific a question is, uh, the more likely someone is to be dealing with that problem. So, But let's talk about, we've talked about the black and white version, meaning what does the purchase agreement say but I've had probably six or eight sellers over my 20-year career that something has happened that has caused them not to be able to sell the house. I'll give you a good example. We had a gentleman, we were selling his home in Alpharetta, Waters Road area, for those of you who are familiar with it. And in the middle of, after he put his home under contract, but before he was closing, he realized that his divorce agreement or divorce decree, whatever you call it, said that he could not move his kids from this particular address without his ex-wife's permission. And lo and behold, his ex-wife would not give that permission. So he was not in a position to be able to move uh, because he would have, uh, you know, put the custody of his son or his visitation or whatever the situation was, he would have put that in jeopardy. And so what we did is we were just very open and honest with the buyer we told the buyer that the seller was not in a position to be able to move forward with the sale any longer. The buyer requested that the seller reimburse them for the home inspection report, which I believe was $525 in that particular transaction. The seller agreed, wrote the buyer a check for that amount, and the buyer signed the termination, 
and got their earnest money back and moved on. So the contract says the buyer could pursue the seller for specific, easy for me to say, specific performance. But I have seen in all cases where a seller, <coughs> where a seller needed to sell a property uh, and then decided that they didn't want to sell the property, they wanted to get out of it, uh, I have seen in all six or eight cases that have happened over the years that the buyers have simply uh, moved on and bought something else, that they haven't ever really fought a seller. So I don't know if that's what would happen to you, Clay, uh, but I think the odds are if you were to move forward trying to sell something and then change your mind, the odds are you could probably, provided you were willing to take care of any expenses that you caused a buyer, and you might would be willing to reimburse them for those, I think you would be in good shape. Clay, I hope that is helpful, and I hope it puts you in a position where you feel free, where you feel alive and unhinged, and you're able to just sort of move forward. We had a gentleman who was a pilot for Delta and was very scared of getting started selling and buying a home and then losing his job, and so we decided that we were willing to take that risk, and we moved forward. He got into his new home and everything is perfect. And he still has his job with Delta, which is uh, a big feather in his cap as well. If you just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer, I'm Cleve Gaddis. If you want to connect with us, gogaddisradio.com. That's the site. That's where you go. Gogaddisradio.com. G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas. We want you to visit today. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast. We're growing that podcast audience, and we've got it available on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and uh, Stitcher and Spotify and SoundCloud. It's available everywhere. So just go to gogaddisradio.com, sign up for the podcast. We'd love to have you as a listener. We actually take the show, we divide it into the four segments, and we do a podcast of each one. So you can very easily find questions and answers, by the way, if you go to Google and just type in questions and answers. Uh, if my podcast or a radio show segment will answer the question, that will come up. Trey and Marietta says, I'm buying a home and want to be able to estimate my mortgage payments. Any good apps to suggest? Uh, can you tell me what a $300,000 purchase with 5% down would cost me on a monthly basis at, at today's interest rate? And the answer is it would cost you a little under $1,700, Trey. And the reason, and that is includes principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, and mortgage insurance. So that includes everything, and you've got about $150 a month in mortgage insurance on that particular payment because it's only 5% down. But I use a an app that is by SV. T, S is in Sam, V is in Victor, T is in Thomas software, and it is called Mortgage Calculator Pro. I think it was a whopping $2.99, and it allows me, Trey, to punch in all of the specifics, loan amount, down payment, uh, amortization, number of years, interest rate, things like that, punch in the taxes, the insurance, uh, the estimations on all of that, and it will spit out for me uh, an estimate of the payment. It'll also prepare for me a full amortization table so I can see how the principal will be, will be reduced over time with that particular payment. So it is called Mortgage Calculator Pro. I know it's available for the iOS software. I don't know about Android, uh, but it is a great uh, mortgage calculator. I'm sure there are tons of mortgage calcula calculators out there that you can get for free. It's time for us to take another break. Believe it or not, when we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Edenwild in Roswell will be featured. How could the value of a home not increased over the last fifth over the last five years after they invested fifteen thousand dollars? How could the value of a home still stay the same? And does it make sense to list your home over the holidays? We've got these subjects and more. 
Stick with us because we'll be back 